business. My name is Yadu from the south side of India and welcome to Machan vs. the World podcast. I've been lucky enough to be studying at a university in Moscow with students from across the world. I want to use this opportunity to learn more about the different peoples through their stories. Join me on this journey across the world through stories told by the people that have lived them. With me, you're Machan. That means bro in South Indian languages. I hope you learned something new with me today. Hello everybody. Now, I don't know, we were in the border between Russia and Mongolia last time in Buryatia. And now we are like taking a long, long journey to the center of the world, to the Middle East. And the first Middle Eastern country, as you wouldn't guess, it's Iran. And I'd like to welcome Daniel from Iran. I know his name doesn't sound Iranian, but Daniel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Finally, after Finally. so many times that we planned. Yes. So, yeah. So, I want to get the elephant out of the room. Oh, yeah. Oh. The same way. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Are you developing nuclear weapons? Uh, <laughs> next question. <laughs> Remember in the dictator when he asked, yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, next question. So, Daniel, I'm so glad that I have Iran in this podcast because for me, Iran is one of the most fascinating countries, which I've never been to, and I really want to. And I remember once my parents were like saying, if we could go abroad to a country, which country would you choose? And they were like, you know, let's go to Thailand, let's go to Europe. And I was like, let's go to Iran. And they were like fuck no it's not safe it's because that's the kind of the image which has been drawn about iran at least in india and i'm sure across the rest of the world too so as the iranian representative <laughs> it's your job today to tell us the truth about iran and why iran is cool so first thing first what the fuck is wrong with your name man why is it called daniel tell us the story mm, okay about the name um <laughs> so many things to talk today um my name in in passport mm-hmm. or in official what my mom is called is Danielle. Mm-hmm. And it's still just my mom called me Danielle. I call you Daniel. Everybody called me Daniel. <laughs> uh, just my mom calling me Daniel. And actually Daniel and Daniel is the same name. And uh, the name is uh, from um, Jewish, which is Jewish name. Mm-hmm. And it means the... God is my judge, something like that. Okay. And this is the name of one of the prophet, mm. Jewish prophet, that mm-hmm. his name was Daniel. So, yeah. And then I had a situation that somebody was asking me, how is it possible you're Iranian and then you have a Jewish name? And I'm asking you that. Your country is having a problem with Israel and all of these things. Yeah. So, uh, Let me make clear, you're not Jewish. No. Okay. No. Carry on. No. I'm not Jewish. I'm not Muslim, actually. <laughs> I'm not religious person at all. Okay. Um, but uh, but I know what's happening, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but the point is that, yeah, um, it's not count as a... At all, it's not counting as a religious name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like a Muhammad or something, you know. It's not like that. But... Um, I don't know. My mom like it, so I'm happy with that. But it's still, yeah, for me because so many years, um, different countries and everything. Daniel is always was Danny, Daniel, all of this thing yeah. was more acceptable. I can say for me. And to, it's not very common in Iran, I, I assume the name Daniel. Uh, Daniel, no, but Daniel sometimes, yeah. I mean, there is not so much popularity, but there is still Daniel is 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 a name that we are using in Iran. I mean. Right, because. 
because Daniel is like, like dude all the person I invited to this podcast are like live in the library so far most of the people and Daniel is another example of a person who lives in the library like me and he you come pretty much homeless every, living yeah. in the library <laughs> it's like if I, I'd say I won't post it on Instagram like I went somewhere Juliano's gonna came back and put photo of the library and said back home <laughs> and everyone was like yeah that's kind of true <laughs> I see my roommates for like literally 30 minutes I leave in the morning before they wake up. Exactly. I come back at around 11 and 30 minutes before the lights go off, I have a conversation. That's the only time. So literally our homes are in the library. Yeah. And Daniel is really fascinating because he is an IR student, international relations. <laughs> Tell us why you chose international relations in Russia. It's amazing. Um, the point is that when you are going to choose your specialty and going to university, usually bachelor's student understand me what I'm saying. Um, your bachelor's or master's? Now master's. Okay. But I'm going to tell you what's happened. So, okay. Uh, usually bachelor's student, when they are going to choose whatever they want to study, they are not sure or they don't know what they are doing. I know that. Because, too. yeah, everybody almost knows that. I thing. dropped out two times. So, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, um... I was when I wanted to go to university actually it is very nice story let's say tell um I love this story um in in a school mm-hmm. I had a school in embassy of Iran in Turkmenistan okay and our school Iranian education is that 12 years mm-hmm. but in 11 years they will give you diploma mm-hmm. 12 1 the last year is for the people that they want to give the exam to study inside of the country's universities. Okay. So we have a type of exam like YENTE, like YENU, whatever in the Russian it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have one type of this. That An entrance exam for yeah, the whole university. Year, yeah, okay. whole, whole uh, country have this exam and then they are choosing the university and everything. So I, I had 11 class and um, I'm done with the 11 class this summer. And my dad is, was uh, working in uh, Central Asian countries. Okay. So he had an office in, in still have an office in Kazakhstan, Almaty. Mm-hmm. So he told me that, uh, yeah, it's summer. Well, let's go touristic, like to see what's happening in Almaty and everything. So me, my mom and my dad, I don't have a brother. I don't have a sister. Mm-hmm. I'm a... Oh, uh, you're like me. I'm, yeah. As my father saying, we are working the quality, not quantity. Oh, <laughs> good one. Huh? Dude, I could use that. Exactly. I <laughs> could use yes, that. Yeah. Most people think like, you know, my parents are like socialists. They decide, okay, <laughs> for, the, for the greater good of India, we are going to have one child that consumes all the resources. But that is good. Qual- quality or quantity? Yeah. my father every time that we are asking mm-hmm. him why that situation just quality was important for us not the quantity actually that kind of makes sense right yeah, it's, yeah. It's, look at me look at yourself yeah. <laughs> yo so yeah anyway so yeah, this podcast is not sponsored by any contraceptive companies just so that we know <laughs> just so you know we're clear not yet not yet <laughs> so yeah um We went to Kazakhstan in the summer for two weeks. Mm-hmm. The plan was two weeks. So me and my mom was visiting the city. My dad is, was working. And then uh, my dad one time told me that, uh, Daniel, let's go just walking and see different university for next year, like after 12. Okay. If there is a possibility, you can come, for example, here because I'm planning to come here. Oh, okay. So we was walking. 
visiting city, uh, visiting uh, university, Almaty is amazing city. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, it's very beautiful city, and on time, it is very having a very warm people. Okay, that very easy with you. What language are you communicating with them? Russian. In Russian, okay. the Russian. But if you know Kazakh, for sure, mm-hmm. we're gonna be happy more. But now, new generation more is, is uh, Russian is like more uh, popular. Okay. So we was visiting this university, and there is a very some type of university that's very nice. Like there is a university of British, um, uh, British um, Kazakh university. Okay. There is American uh, Kazakh universities. Okay. There is a good opportunities in Almaty, vice versa to Astana. Astana is the capital. Yeah. But actually, Nur Sultan, I should say. But um, Almaty is more famous as this because it's like economical capital. Right. So anyway, we went there. We was visiting the university, so um, my my imagination of the study in the future, I really wanted to study um, international law. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to be international lawyer or something like that. And uh, so all of this university are going, yeah, talking, you know, that there is a moment, the feelings that come into you that fuck, this is a place that I want to study, or this is a moment that I like it or something. Walking, visiting, and everything. Nothing take our nothing attention. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. So it was almost done, and we was walking from one of the cities. It's called um, one of the street. It was uh, called Abai, Abai Street. So Abai. Abai, yeah. Okay. Abai is actually famous in Central Asia. So Abai is the poet of the. I, I don't know. The, uh, I should check it out. Information, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> it was Abai. I don't remember that name of the Formunova. Yeah, Formunova is another state. Okay. So yeah, we was walking from there, and it's beautiful. Mm, that this street is very like uh, huge and long, and almost whole city is this street. I was walking, and we was talking with each other, and didn't remember anything. But did we we heard the sound of the music. Good music is coming from one building, mm. and I was like, okay, now it's. It's, it's around like two o'clock, three o'clock, and why why did this sound? So we went to the, that building. I said, "Fuck, this is university." Uh-huh. And they had the music like for attention and everything near to the door of the university, entering okay. and everything. So so it's, it's it's a good feeling, you know, for first time you are going. So we went inside. So in Kazakhstan, especially that moment is like five six years ago. Still, it's like that when you are foreigners. It's visible. Like you're walking in the go- in the city, everybody's saying, Oh, it's a foreigner. For sure it is a foreigner. It's like my department. I'm the only brown guy in <laughs> yeah, the building. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I mean, uh, Chinese people if they are coming or from uh, Asian mm-hmm. East Asia they are coming mm-hmm. is not so much visible because yeah. of the mix of the situation. Right. Uh, but other countries when you are it's visible like this this person so when we entered this thing everybody understood that they are foreigners so there was one woman she came to us she was a director of uh, marketing director of the something employment requirement something she come she started to talk with us and amazing thing about Russian language I don't know each person is different but for me when um, somebody talking with me Russian very fast mm-hmm. I love it I understand it very fast okay I don't know and this woman you know this type of uh, activity and behavior that they are so fast and, right. uh, so she started so fast explaining everything she wanted us to go to that university so ah, she's like trying to bait you yeah we need your dollars but the point is that she didn't uh, 
maybe she wanted to bait us, but the point is that baiting is not working for us. For me and my dad is like that. We just like it. Like the atmosphere, like the you know why? place, yeah. Why? Uh, because I'm not such a person that um, for me is important. What is the ranking of my university in the right. world? What is different? I mean, if I'm not learning anything there, yeah, the first one or the been last there, one. done that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to address. I'm talking to you, <laughs> and, so, yeah. and then what happened? So we start talk. They told me this, 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 and I wanted to go to international. They thought that international law is we don't have it. Uh, we have international relations, mm. uh, but in the second year, uh, you can change to law, mm. Mm. law faculty. So it can be the same because you studied. Also oh, okay, so I was good with that, and everything go go go. And my dad said, "Hey, you know what? They are saying that if you have a diploma, you can study this year." I said, mm. "Okay, so you have it already. You don't need twelve years." Says so. <laughs> He's like, maybe you should stay. We will come back, sending your stuff to you, and What? that's all. So, so your parents want you to like join university while you're on vacation, and they want to leave you there, and they'll go back to Iran. They didn't want it. They did it. Oh shit! <laughs> God damn. So I become um, live individual, live um, independent. Uh-huh. Very, um, yeah. how to tell you, uh, unexpected. Yeah. But in the best way. How? Because it was unexpected. Unexpected. Uh, okay. Because I needed to learn by myself how to live, how to survive in the country that nobody almost understand me. Uh, I mean, depends. Right. And uh, new place, new university, new people. I didn't know anyone there. Okay. So. Um, I need to do all of this thing by myself. So everything started from that. They left me. <laughs> they sent me stuff to me. And I started a new life, I can say. Okay. The life that I didn't expect it that it's going to be like this. Dude, starting. That's like the worst vacation, isn't it? Like going on vacation, your parents are like, stay. It was worse <laughs> for my mom, I think, yeah. than for me. But yeah, and um, everything started like this. And... I started to study international relations. I understood that it is it is the thing that I made for. I mean, right. You, you are studying, it. yeah. And you you, you fell into that flow state where you were really enjoying it, and yeah. you didn't feel like you were working. You feel like you were gaining a lot from. Yeah, that. you you don't feel that you are studying. You are mm. doing something. You feel that you understand it very easy. You right. analyze it very easy. Right. So. I had this feeling from the second year, especially the second year of my bachelor, third year of my bachelor. So right. I didn't change right. to anything. I studied in uh, international relations, and most of my colleagues, um, bachelor degree, we at the first year we was fourteen in our group, fourteen years of age. No, 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 fourteen. I mean, fourteen people. people oh, okay. We was in the group. Uh, super question, fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was seventeen actually. Okay. And everybody was eighteen. I was seventeen, and um, we was fourteen in the first year. In the second year, um, we we become seven. Seven of us is changed to the marketing management something like that. Okay. You know that moment that you understand this is not yours. Right. So I like that situation. So yeah, I studied international relations and then I had the opportunity to go to Poland for for double diploma. Okay. For management. Okay. It was one of that was the, part of your bachelor's too. Yeah, but uh, it was last year of my bachelor. Fine, understood. So um, it was one of the hardest challenge that I made by myself because always. Um, 
before everything that I wanted to do, okay, I knew somebody there in the country, somebody right. approached me, guide me. My family was there. My family have a friend or something. But this time I did everything by myself. Mm. And um, somehow, actually, there was a time moment that my family actually telling me that, hey, maybe you should just escape it. Don't go. Poland. Yeah, because I had a very bad, um, not bad, but hard situation, I can say. I had a, well, well it's past, so we can talk about it. I had a debt to university the one in, in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, okay. And um, I had it, and uh, it is normal, actually, totally. But the point is that uh, when you are talking with the educational place, they are thinking that you are doing very bad things, that you have a debt. Mm. I understand. Nobody wants to have a debt. But it's happening, right? right? So, and I was telling them, I'm trying my best. If you think that I still have a debt and I'm not trying or anything, okay, I'm a study. Mm-hmm. At the end, don't give my diploma until I'm going to pay. I mean, right. it's going to make a sense or something. So, I had a debt. And the program that to go to Poland, it was the moment that I had a debt. So, usually, I cannot go. Uh, because of the debt? Yeah. So, okay. um, but the point was that I wanted to go. And I'm a person that I don't uh, care so much about. Sometimes I don't care so much about the education. I care about seeing something, watching something. In my uh, family, uh, I mean, Iranian side of my family, uh, almost I have a nobody that they lived alone outside of the right, country. Right. And plus lived in Europe. Right alone outside of the country they didn't see it they just mm. go for a touristic thing when you are going for touristic yeah it's moment, completely different one. yeah exactly so my goal was to go to poland to just see to watch what's happening in this um best imagination europe. that they made for us in the middle east about europe about europe right. that uh it is amazing place you have whatever dream you have it's gonna be possible it's not america <laughs> america is having another story so yeah and um i really wanted to see that so because of that i really wanted to go not because of education but because of that right. so uh I wanted to go, I had a debt, and then there was a situation of visa thing. Uh, I give my document for visa. They said that um, my insurance have some problem. Right. I need to change it. And all of my friends that they wanted to go, they went before me. They right. went in October, right. uh, in end of September. I went there exactly on 23rd of November. I still remember it. 23rd of November, 2018. Okay. Um, 2017, sorry. So... Um, I went there with the so many talking. You so know, many, so many what? Talking. Uh, I will explain you what is the talking. Uh, you told me why you choose international relation. I'm telling you, I made for it. Uh-huh. Okay, how I made for it. Um, usually, people cannot do this type of thing that until now I did it. Okay, I talked with so many people. You mean talk? Talk. Oh, okay. Negotiation. I negotiate. Okay. Um, speaking, negotiation, talking, uh, not promising, but talking. Mm. Uh, with my university in Kazakhstan, that people that was there, in Poland that was there, um, so many others. And um, with talking, so many things can change. Mm. Unfortunately, people don't understand that. 
this is a problem. I mean, public, they are thinking that everybody is expert in everything. Mm-hmm. And they are giving their opinion about everything, right. but they don't think. Okay, what is the what is the other side want from you? Uh, so when you don't understand other side, you cannot have a solution for the situation. Unfortunately, people don't have a time for that because mm. everybody thinking about their own save. Own, so I made this. I learned this in this process. How to do all of this thing? How it's happening? I experience, it, yeah. yeah, experience all of this with the heart of my situation for <laughs> your own uh, need. Yeah, Trebovania in this case. Trebovania, yeah, exactly. So I had a situation that, yeah, it was very bad because you know you don't feel good in that moment that you are in the trouble or something, but it is a life, mm-hmm. and I actually thankful to. Most of my bad experience that has happened in last years and now maybe happening too, but I'm thinking because, for example, actually some days ago I was thinking, I had the same problem that before I had it before in 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 Poland in in Kazakhstan or something, some type of problem, and this time it's happened to me. I understood. Oh, I changed. I mm. I don't feel stress. Right. I don't. I actually. T- know the solution or thinking about the solution and I'm not becoming sad for it right. but before I become sad for it I was stressed I was thinking okay look at other students how they are living and I cannot live right. there you know this type of thing so all of this experience coming to you somehow it, it like hardens your mind yeah it takes away you know before you used to crumble at the first point of pressure but now it's normal so it's yeah it is giving you something that you don't expect you gain it right. because you are in the situation right. but later but in the future it yeah. kind of prepares you for that so um, I went to Poland with this worst situation that is possible that somebody going to Europe which is? Uh, economically uh, mm. politically actually <laughs> economically and um, uh, I still remember the, the you know that when you are going to Europe uh, you can take 23 kilograms right. just with yourself uh, I was a student and I'm a student and living alone. So whatever I had in Kazakhstan for years, I need to take it. I mean, I put it with some of my friends, um, uh, some of my staff, some of them I sell it, that this was possible, but still, um, some, some, something I want to wear or something. So I had a 27, I think, 27 kilogram. And my flight was like from uh, Almaty to Kiev and mm-hmm. then Kiev to Var- Warsaw. So in Kiev, they told me that you cannot go like right. this. Like 23 kilograms. You, you have a like... What, that, what, your... Four kilograms, I had more. Oh, okay. And you say, you cannot, you should pay for that. And uh, I said, why? I mean, come on. And, and I was thinking, okay, how I can manage it? Uh, I'm asking other people to take my staff for yeah. me. You're asking other, other passengers in the same flight? Yeah. The, the passengers that they don't have anything. Okay. So to just coming and inside they will take it. For sure people cannot trust you. Yeah. Especially in the situation that terrorism drugs, is happening. <laughs> Drug, terrorism, yeah. all of these things. But the point is that um, I believe to that. I'm not at all religious person. Mm-hmm. And actually sometimes I hated it because of the so many things that happening to the people because of that. Uh, I read this uh, religion. I mean, every religion... 
I studied it like around one, two years mm-hmm. by myself. Okay. To know what's happening, to know how the creation was, why it was, how it was, well, all of this thing. And after that, I decided what I believe. Right. I don't know it is a religion or not. I believe to myself. Okay. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about. I'm not saying there is an existence of the God or uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying that if the person is not believing to himself or herself at mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. it's nothing. Right. Okay. Whatever you can believe, you can believe to anything that you want. But if you are not believing to yourself, you are nothing. So uh, I saw so many people that they 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 believe so much to God mm-hmm. that they are believing that this exists and everything. It's cool. It's totally perfect. But because they don't believe to themselves, whatever is happening in their life, they are expecting from the God that they are waiting for it. You know. Yeah. It's not making sense because um, everything is is you. Whatever you are doing is is giving you in the future something. So, some people are speaking about karma. Some people are speaking about nature. I believe that if you want to be human act like a human behavior right. normal it's back to you somehow it will be back i saw it in almost all hard time that i had in my life until now i saw it in that uh, time it is not so big deal that i'm gonna pay for four kilogram more or five kilogram more. but the point is that there was a passengers that really happy to share your luggage yeah to mm. to speak with me to help me mm. and for them it was like no problem right and actually it was a time that most of the people had a problem about the terrorism about this drug especially in europe right. uh, europe is like migration and all yeah so anyway, Ta- taking a brown person's luggage was yeah, considered dangerous yeah. back then even is still considered. still it is considered so the thing is that I don't believe to that. I mean, I know the image is change. Image can easy change everything. But image cannot change people. People uh, thinking so much according to what they are hearing, according to what they are watching. But uh, when they are in the situation, when they are seeing that person from that country, just talking 10 minutes with them. Right. Everything changes everything. Changes everything. Yeah. And um, anyway, I went to Poland and it was one of the best decisions I made in my life. Mm -hmm. Still, I'm not regret from that because, um, um, how to tell you, um, I went to the watching, to seeing what's happening there. And I found very good friends Mm -hmm. that still we are friends and some best friends actually uh, from Spain, from US, from uh, Indonesia. Mm -hmm. And I I learned so much. Some stuff that I cannot be learned in in this side of the world. Or in Iran. So um, I learned something that um, people in my generation (laughs) usually not learning it or they are learning it when it is late when it's too late so yeah I was in Poland for one year and then yeah it was a big challenge for me educationally because I was international relation that was management so right. I need to write two different theses actually so in Almaty it was in Russian in Poland no, no, no. it was in English, English everything ah, in, was in English okay, Poland too it was in English yeah okay, I always uh, studied English not because I don't know language but because I believe that uh, because I mean unfortunately or fortunately English is the international language yeah. and in international relations it's even more crucial it's more important so I always studied English and um, 
Yeah, so I studied in Poland one year and I wrote the two different theses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed my graduation in Almaty because I was defending in Poland. Okay. And then, defending your thesis. Yeah. And then I came back to Kazakhstan to defend my Kaza. I missed the graduation in Poland. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah bro. Like imagine all the kids living, graduating in COVID year. They had to do it online on a Zoom. Compared to that, missing it is better. So uh, <laughs> at least they take solace in that. So yeah. And um, yeah, so um, international relations for me, it was um, opening my eyes. I can say it like that. Um, I don't like to use this word, okay? Uh, <laughs> people count me as a person that... Mm, I don't know how to tell you. Most of the people can be hate me. Most Which of, word? Which word do you don't like to use? Uh, I'm not saying I'm direct person, okay? But the point is that um, I can see when people thinking, when people making a decision, I can see the body language, I can see behaviors, I can read from the eyes. Okay. I have this possibility, uh-huh. okay? And when I understood that I have this possibility, that when, for example, um, how to tell you? <laughs> from which topic we came to this topic? How uh, you got to <laughs> Russia was the question. <laughs> um, yeah. But carry on, carry on. Um, I like the um, I was 10 or 11. I understood this. You know when um, you see the person that never you saw in your life, first 10 seconds, 10 seconds or 7, depends to your <laughs> experience, uh, first 10 seconds you are watching this person. You know what's going to happen. You guess. Dude. <laughs> you guess around 10, 11 features uh-huh. of this person yeah. in the behavior, in the character. Subconsciously. Yeah. Subconsciously. So after that, after that 10 seconds, you make your decision. I mean, I'm like that. I make my decision. I want to continue yeah. with this person as a like, friend or whatever, or or I don't want. Right. So when I understood this, and I understood this, this is coming from my father, actually, to oh, me, yeah. because he had, he had this, like, I don't know, we can call it gift, or In he imposed it by himself. When you have it, like, uh, you are not doing anything with it, yeah, it is some type of gift or something. But when I understood it, uh, I was 10 and 11 or something, and I understood how my father actually using it in his life and his job and everything. Right. I still have this story that I remember I was in his office and uh, there was one guy who came and um, was uh, we had a very bad situation in our company. Mm-hmm. The guy came and he wanted to invest so $2 million in my father's work. Just like that? Uh, they talked before oh, and okay. everything. It was the last meeting. Okay. So he came and uh, my father is like talking with him. They always was talking with the phone secretaries and everything. It was first time meeting. Meeting together. And I was there. Um, I was hearing them. So the guy explained whatever he wants to do, his plans, money and everything. After that, my father said, I'm not accepting. And the guy is become angry because he knew that, how to tell, we need him, something like that. And he become angry because there was a so long process and everything. After that, the guy left and everything. I said, Dad, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) why, why, why? Why didn't he take the money? Yeah, I mean, we needed our company. But I said, I didn't like the guy. 
he have a problem. Right. Uh, say uh, that you don't know him. I mean, it's like just oh, just meeting or something. No, you will see. Exactly eight months after that, this guy was in the prison. Arrested. Arrested because of corruption, because of whatever in the country. Uh, so the intuition worked. Trust your gut. When I understood that there is a something, okay, I cannot tell you what is exactly it is. I started to improve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad didn't do that for himself. I did it. I started to improve this talent, I can say, this gift or whatever. It's more about trusting that in a sense of something or somebody. Is At that... first, it is yeah, feelings, yeah. trusting, right. and then after that, when you are connected to the signs, mm-hmm. it's become very interesting thing. I'm sure that all of your audience uh, watch the Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, dude. When you define audience, it's my dad and my friend Rahul at this point of time. So don't worry, I, I will find you some more audience. <laughs> That's the audience, but yeah, they did watch Not Sherlock bad. Holmes. Everybody is my dad loves something. Yeah. So yeah, um, everybody wants Sherlock Holmes. So yeah. most of the people is thinking that okay, this Sherlock Holmes is is just fiction, but um, I'm telling you, this is a science. Okay, there is a possibility that when um, I, they have a name, I don't know if the name of that. Anyway, there is in the science there is a possibility you learn mm-hmm. uh, that you will be in the de- in the detail. You will be check the person mm-hmm. and then like a Sherlock in in the movie yeah, showing and deduce. Yeah, 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 deduce or something yeah. like that. So this is a science. Okay, and everybody can do it, but they need to learn it, and yeah, they need to. It's like a time. habit you need to improve. Yeah, 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 you need to improve and update it every time. Actually, right. it is not something that you learn until the end of your life. Right. And I understood that this is connected to each other, so I understood to improve it. Uh, I, I decided to do that from the age 14, 15. I was working on it. And then I went for a body language stuff. I went. Are oh, you went for classes? Yeah, I had some courses. Okay. I had some psychological courses. Shit, I, I improved that okay. moment. So it is crazy, but um, because of that, I'm telling you. Sometimes people hate me, or sometimes people like me. <laughs> people hate you for because they read body language. Because I telling them the thing that they don't want to hear to hear to, or they don't want to other person to know I, I, that, that's one thing which I respect the most at this point in my life <laughs> this is a thing um, the bad uh, thing that I didn't use it for bad um, goals or something okay right. I'm using it for helping actually sometimes I'm using it for my life for my anything but the point is that uh, it is very harmful for myself okay uh, because I understand when the person is lying, uh, when the person is not saying truth, when the person uh, is making a... And when this person is, I care about them as a friend or other, and I know that they are lying, but, yeah, you know, and you don't know what to do. So the point is that um, I learned it for myself, and I'm not saying I'm happy for that, right. but this is what I, I am, okay? I understood. And every year I'm improving it. Okay. I'm not Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. but I'm type of, okay, and still I like it. This this thing. Then I'm sad. When I'm um, angry. When I'm in different mood, I'm just sitting, watching people. It's just walking, going, and I'm starting to read them. Okay, this guy is, is have this. Uh, oh, this have shit. this. Because of that, he's going now there. And then this guy, the, the, you know, this type of thing. It's make me to think. It's yeah. make me to change my mind at yeah. all. So I'm using it still. 
and every time and everything. Because of that, I don't have so much friends. I mean, friends, friends. Yeah, yeah I know so many people because yeah. of travel and everything. But the friends, friends that uh, really care about me and everything, <laughs> I don't have it because... Um, I mean, not so much. Uh, there is maybe two, three. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is because of that. You, mean, you prefer to keep a really close circle, but it does not stop you from meeting a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it, these people that I really uh, telling that they are my friend, it's mean that... Um, how to tell you it is very bad sound but they are valuable yeah I understand they are filtered from every exactly, all of yeah, this thing I understand thing. that so uh, because of that sometimes I'm telling I'm using the word uh, stupid okay so everybody saying me oh you are so bad and you hate but I'm saying stupid not because <laughs> because of bad I'm saying stupid because of good thing that people not thinking okay right. um, in life we need to think and people is not thinking and it making a decisions that that made the problem for everyone near to them. Right. So why I'm saying they are stupid? There is so many reasons. Um, the big reasons that actually hurt me in every time uh, in my life, and it depends it not depends to the country. It depends to the people in different countries. Is that each person for sure a study and a specialize in something, right? Right. So. Uh, why they are making a decision about something that they don't know. You mean to study? They are talking. Okay. Uh-huh. When you are, for example, you are studying management. Okay. Right. And for example. Then, yeah, for example. And and you will talk about management, economics, something like that in your sphere. So, but you are not, um, how to tell you, you want to give your opinion about politics. Right. And it is not just opinion. You want to say to everyone you want to talk so much about it I understand that I appreciate it but the point is that if you want to do that you need to study you need to have information opinions based on research and effort that you put exactly this is the same that you are studying your management and then I'm just coming one day and telling you uh, you are wrong the point is that unfortunately in the world especially in different countries different topic but in the world this happens that people is in now in social media in everywhere people giving the opinion about something that they don't know at all. exactly that's uh it's make plague. a problem it's a plague of the current age especially on social media exactly so this is make a problem uh, for for people that they are really trying to do something yeah okay so like hashtag experts yeah I mean, I mean, who wants to listen to experts these days? Nobody. Experts are like the demonized... Everybody now expert in everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Everybody's an expert. And, and the bad thing is that you don't understand. Okay, this person is speaking about everything. What is the focus of that person that is very good at it? Okay. And, be, and what's the focus of that conversation? That conversation leads nowhere. So exactly. what's the point in spending time there? So because of that international relations, I'm coming back to your question after one hour. That no, no, no. 40 minutes to be exact. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, international relations is something that um, 
you cannot give your opinion just just from the air. Yeah. I mean, people doing it every day, everywhere. But the point is that they don't understand anything. I'm I'm not saying you very. <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be bad. No, people don't understand it, yeah. and it is so easy to say. Maybe nobody is agree with me, but let's think about it. I mean, international relations, political science, all of this, it is the speciality, not for everyone. And it is something that you need to update every day, right. every moment. Yeah. News is happening, and you have a topic to think. You have right. a topic to analyze. There is so many different views, but public is is a public opinion without information. Right. Is that opinion that coming from the feelings that they feel yeah. from the government, they feel from the the friends, the social media, so, uh, the filter bubble that they yeah. read from. It's not their own. It's like uh, regurgitating whatever information that they got from different sources. So, you know, thanks to social media, everyone has an opinion. So yeah. it kind of marginalizes the experts who kind of actually did their work on it. No, I mean, uh, this is the thing. I mean, uh, before it was problem. After that, politicians has decided they use this problem. As a, as a yeah, as a tool, so they are still using it. Yeah, They're, and it's effective too. It is very good. Yeah, for sure, it is very good. But the point is that, um, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, actually, my mom never liked politics, mm-hmm. and she never wanted that I'm gonna study this. Okay. Um, she always wanted to love all of these things. So when I continue and I still I'm continue. I can understand her feelings, but the point is that at the first she was very negative in the school towards you studying. Yeah, IR. because in her family, in her situation, she think that mm, there is a word in Persian. They are saying that politics don't have a parents. <laughs> you know, it's like Rashtratni yeah. Tandil. In yeah. my language, you know. it's kind of rude to say that. <laughs> yeah, but this is very right. Yeah. Okay, in some cases, it is very right because politics don't have a parents. Politics is is is, is dirty. There is yeah. a word that in yeah. the Persian families they are saying it. So. My mother is raised in this type of family, and not just my mother, so many people. And she never wanted that I'm going to study that. But the crazy thing is that now, uh, because I studied, uh, I continued my international relations master, right. and I really wanted, and every day I'm updating myself, I'm talking with my parents every day, so they understood uh, what's the topic. Actually, right. I understand that they are following news more than them before. Mm. I understand that my mom... Be- because you got involved in IR. Because yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. My mom is more... Aware. Care. Aware and care about the ah. politics of the world. She is not making the stupid uh, opinion that, okay, today the price no. of this is high. And then... Yeah. Uh, She's is... not reading WhatsApp news. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, she is reading that. But before she it. was... Yeah. Before she was yeah. like, accepting whatever yeah. it was. But, but now, now she has a responsibility yeah, to check She's it. coming to talk. She wants to make an, uh, talk with me about that. I know that she wants to hear my voice as, as a child. Right, more, right, but right, still, right. she's right. scared. That's good. So, it's me. Can, can I just interrupt yeah, you for yeah, a moment? Yeah, sure. Tell us about your parents. Because I found that really <laughs> interesting. So, uh, Daniel told me that his dad is from Italy, if I'm I'm not mistaken, and your mom's Iranian. Oh, how is it? I don't know the dynamic. Yeah, Could the you explain thing is that, that? Um, my dad is uh, have a root mm-hmm. Italian, but he's an Iranian citizen. Yeah, okay. But he have a root Italian. So I, I have some my father's side parents that they are Italian. Okay. I never saw them. 
Uh, you never saw you. No, you I mean your grandparents. Uh, it's yeah, it's type of yeah. One of my grandparents from my father's side. Uh-huh. I talked with them on the phone. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I was in Italy when I was like. I don't know, one year, mm-hmm. but I don't remember age. Okay. And still, I didn't go there. And my family uh, situation is changed uh, because my mother, uh, side grandmother, uh, she, um, okay, we are talking about that too. Um, she had a, she had a, some, um, how to tell you, it is not illness. She had some issues in, in, in her back. Okay. Uh, then that time uh, the doctors they checked so many doctors and everything uh, one doctor said I know what's the issue do the operation everything will be fine mm-hmm. so as I understood after so many years uh, this doctor made the wrong decision oh it was a mistake he did a mistake and his operation made my grandmother to cannot use her legs oh that's unfortunate this is unfortunate and this is a thing that uh, affected exactly to my mother's family i mean my mom my aunt and my uncle's family mm-hmm. and not directly directly us like as a husband as a son yeah so it's affect everyone mm. and the point is that in first years they was thinking that okay my grandma actually was very hoping that it's okay it's a mistake but it can solve so mm. after some years it can be solved so uh, everything is changed I mean in my own life uh, we came to live in Iran um, our house always was near to the house of grandmother um, uh, you know this type of thing so before that you were living in Italy uh, no, before that, uh, my mom and dad is like, my dad is going and coming, going and coming. Ah. And then I born, uh, exactly the time that I born, my grandmother had this issue. issue and so the entire family moved to My Iran. father decided, yeah, bring everything to, to Iran. Iran. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, um, how to tell you, they continue to, I mean, this is the type of life that make, uh, how to tell you, uh, is important how you like your partner. I can say that. Okay. okay. How many you like your partner is going to understand when you are in the trouble. Right. Not when you are happy. Because when you are happy, everybody happy. You don't understand who is your partner, who is not actually. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to say it is... Um, how to tell you, it is like uh, romantic or something. No, my dad and my mom really like each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, next... I think in 13 days it will be anniversary of oh. their uh, yeah it's 25 years okay happy anniversary <laughs> dad and mom of Daniel <laughs> yeah so um, 25 years and um, in these 25 years they really tried so many things that I cannot imagine yet um, they had so many issues family issues uh, both sides family wasn't agree about their marriage oh, really? especially my father's side and uh, there was so many troubles but they fight it and this situation with my grandmother it's mm. made the special trouble it made it even worse so in the first 10 years, I can say 9 years, something like that, we always was near grandmother living and everything. So uh, my grandmother had a hope everything going to change. But after 5-6 years, she understood nothing going to change. Okay. So she has started to live with the same moment, same situation that had. The thing is that liking, loving, whatever you can call it, it is coming from this. My grandfather uh, can be go easy. What do you mean? 
he when when my grandmother had this situation, my grandfather can be say that okay, I mean, <laughs> he can leave her, right? I mean, leave her. He can. Okay. But he didn't. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? The, the thing that I'm saying you is that um, uh, this is again coming back to that word that people is thinking a stupid type because. Um, We are thinking that, okay, uh, we are young, going to like someone, that person like us, and then we are going to do some troubles and everything we will manage and everything. Mm-hmm. Life like... But you should describe the trouble. You should imagine the problem and then answer this question. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine that, like, your life, your person that you like as a partner cannot use her leg anymore. Yeah, okay. That's... What you can do that moment? Nothing. But what is your decision? You're gonna stay. You're gonna go. Just, just. I mean, stay with that person. Yeah. Through that trouble. Yeah. Um, everybody now maybe gonna say yeah. yeah we gonna yeah yeah. yeah. But at that But particular put situation. yourself in that situation. My grandmother, twenty two years, was like that. Wow. Okay. And these twenty two years affected the whole life of these families. Yeah. I mean. Her, her family side and our side. So, nobody left. Left the uh, channel Nobody stopped group. taking care of her. That's what you mean. Okay. And nobody said that, okay, the child didn't say that, okay, goodbye. Uh, we don't care or something. Or we, we just put you in the hospital or somewhere and that's all there. Every time they was there. One of them at least, two of them. How the situation of life. So everybody managed their life with my grandmother's situation. Right. Um, we left the country, uh, my, my, my family, we left the country when I was nine. And it was a time that my grandmother's... Uh, Could you tell me to where, which country did you leave? Uh, Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan. First time with Turkmenistan okay. because my dad was working there. So my dad is always was traveling, mm-hmm. going that and coming back. So one time he said, okay, why I'm going? <laughs> like, and yeah, my grandmother is like, uh, was a stable situation. Mm-hmm. She understood that she cannot. So they man- managed their life with my grandfather. So we went to Turkmenistan when I was nine. And uh, my childhood time, I was with my grandmother. I was with uh, my mother's side family so much. And um, yeah, it is hard. It is very thing. But the point is that I really mm, appreciate that uh, the feelings that between my mom and my dad. Through these troubled times. Because it is not just for one trouble, for sure. There is so many other troubles, economically, physically, whatever. Right. But the point is that um, he was there and she was there too, always. And um, the relation that they made with me, mm-hmm. it wasn't relationship between parents and the child. We are friends. Oh, that's... And uh, it is one type of um, relationship that is still I don't... I, I really have a stress for myself in my future. How I can make the same relationship with my child. Ah. Because I really want to do that. Okay. Um, it is hard. It is very hard. But the point is that we are really friends. We are talking about everything. 
we are there's a level of honesty which usually is not I mean found. it is not uh, nobody forced me yeah it is happened in the automatically yeah. you trusted they trusted they are telling me everything I'm telling them everything and actually we are happy about it that's really cool. you know I'm speaking with them about my relationships uh-huh. about the girls that I like they are happy for that that's you know? really cool <laughs> and, and, yeah I mean it is cool because especially in Iran Yeah. Oh, today we are speaking about Iran anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah first one hour, I'm just talking about myself. Dude, it's completely uh, chill. We have a lot of time, don't we? Yeah. I hope so. Um, <laughs> Until the battery runs out. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, in first... Um, uh, in Iran, it is hard uh, to find this type of family. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in Iran... Um, amazing um one of the amazing country in the world for me as a people as a human humanity and everything for me is iran i saw maybe not so much country but anyway i saw around 10 countries in my life. so can we can we just listen because that's really interesting about uh daniel for me too you lived in in this conversation i understood that you lived in italy for some time iran turkmenistan Kazakhstan, Poland for a year. That's five countries. Which other country did you live? And Russia now, two I years old. Russia, that's six countries. You sure? This hey. is the countries that I lived. Okay. There is a country that I visit. Okay. Like, uh, I don't know, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan. This, oh, you, you, went, you went all in on Central Asia, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I went there. You went Because all in. Because I wanted to see. Dude, Central Asia is so interesting for me and I really... Once, I, mean, I think once my Russian gets better, I can like go there and just... Yeah, the thing is that you need to learn a language yeah. because you're going to lost. And, and again, another question. The languages that you know. I'm assuming you know Farsi. Uh-huh. Your English is really good. Already you showed that. Russian, because you live in Russia. What about Polish? Uh, do you remember I told you about um, studying the Sherlock stuff and all of this thing? Studying what? Sherlock stuff and body language. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So... There was another story, put that there. Um, I was 11, 12. Um, my father's company, I know, still I know that he made a trick on me, but still, it was the best trick in my life. Uh, my father, uh, look, I'm not, my mind is not like a genius child, you know, this child. Prod- that, prodigy. Yeah, they are like higher. No, I'm not like that. I'm a person of trying. Okay, mm. I'm trying so much until it's gonna happen. Right. So because of that, I'm trying to use my mind more than than other things, more than than other times, more than as possible more. Right. So because of that, maybe sometimes I'm gonna be busy inside of myself and nobody gonna understand. Right. So when I was 11, my my father and me we started the one project. I can say. <laughs> because he was working my father is a businessman so because he's working with different countries and different businessmen what, what business is involved um, different things depends to the he's bringing exporting importing something uh, I mean okay. not huge thing but still it is the goods of the needs I can say okay so now actually in COVID time he's working on the uh, what's the name of the sanitizer stuff so uh, okay. thing. so yeah for, for, for humans and for animals actually. Mm. so Uh, this is not the, the advertising, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> anyway, if you want, you can talk with me. <laughs> so, yeah. And, um, yeah, we started the project, Project of Languages. Mm-hmm. This project is work like that. It's it's terrible, but it's like that. My father is coming home and saying, Daniel, next week I'm going to have a meeting with one businessman from Russia. Uh-huh. I need you to come 
Translate. I said that. But did I said that? You know Russian, uh-huh. and you speak Russian. Why you need me? Just go and learn something. Come to do it for me. Okay. Okay. One week. So in one week, the possibility that you learn languages, especially in a speaking thing, yeah. there is a possibility. I'm telling you, as an experience. At least the basic, just to convey the basic thoughts to the yeah. other person. Something yeah. that you can. But I was in the community that everybody talking Russian, so I had one one more point. Yeah, true. So I that weeks I was doing my best, you know, mm. to learning the other, and then I'm going to the meeting, talking whatever coming. Another week, Daniel. Next week, I'm gonna talk with the one guy from uh, what was is I still sorry. remember that uh, from France. Okay. I need to learn a bit French for me. That France of we can speak English. No, go to. The... And your dad spoke French. No. Okay. He speaks Russian uh-huh. and uh, a bit Italian uh-huh. and uh, Persian. And his English is because of computer stuff because his his study was computer. Uh. So his English in the writing is perfect. Uh. In the speaking is zero. Uh. <laughs> Something like that. And he never tried English. I don't know. So yeah, Daniel, it is French. Go on do that. Daniel, Italian. Daniel, this Daniel, uh, and he gave you just one week to prepare as much week, as you can. One week, yeah, depends depends on that. And you go to this meeting, and you what? What do you do in the meeting? Almost, I was translating what my father saying to the other person. That other life. person. Is, Whoa. And um, Arabic, uh, Turkmen, Turkish, Kazakh, whatever. So, I was 11, 12, something like that. Okay. Uh, I can tell you when I was 11, 12, almost I can be speaking. I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, speaking, nothing more. Fluency is not important, but able to convey your thoughts. Yeah, able to. Uh, other side gonna understand me right. totally, and uh, maybe some grammar mistake or something. But still, right. uh, in one week I cannot do more than that. Yeah, so, one week is. <laughs> I've been learning Russian for almost a year and five months and still can't do it properly. So yeah, 10, 11 and what? I can be speak 10, 11 languages. Mm. 10, 11, 12 languages. Could listen. Huh. Uh, okay, Persian, Arabic, uh, French, uh, and then a bit of Spanish, and then Russian, Turkmen, Turkish, uh, Kazakh a bit, and then uh, there is another type Did of Arabic. English. Oh yeah, English. Mm-hmm. So and then another another type of Arabic. Did you know that Arabic is different yeah. in each of the Arabic yeah, yeah. country? Yeah. So which which uh, which dialect of Arabic? I I had Saudi Arabia's Arabic and I have Iraq uh, Arabic. Uh, a, a bit different, and still I don't know what's different. And um, that's ten languages, man. <laughs> yeah. And Dude, that's crazy. That's crazy. And then after that, because my focus of my life, uh, I'm every day. I'm using English, Russian, and Persian every day mm-hmm. in my last uh, 10 years of life wow. because of the way I'm living. Right. So, and Persian I'm just using with my parents. So, uh, Russian and English, every day I'm using it. You need it. You need it. Uh, yeah, I need it and every day I'm using it. So, because of that, uh, when they are asking me what is your native language, I'm like... I have to think about it <laughs> for a second. Mm. You know, because sometimes I have this problem. Um, in my mind, I'm thinking another language, mm-hmm. I'm thinking in Russian, and then I'm processing it in English, and I'm 
doing it in Persian. Ah. You know, <laughs> it's mixing somehow. And sometimes I don't remember the word in Persian, but I remember it in Russian or ah. I remember it in English. I know it's happening. It, it's starting with me. Yeah. Sometimes when I don't remember the word in English, the Russian comes up. I'm like, why do I not remember the words in English? It's starting with me, man. Yeah, it is a good thing, actually. It's, it's mean that you are uh, improving. Yeah, yeah, so much improving. So, yeah, this is about the languages. God damn. <laughs> I use my mind so much, I think. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, which part of Iran are you from, bro? Tehran. Tehran. Capital. No. Capital. So, let, let us pull up, pull up a map and just see what things yeah. about Iran. God, I want to talk more about your parents, but I think we'll come back to that somewhere in this conversation. So, let's go to Iran. So, can I just tell you, Iran is one of the most geographically diverse countries in the Middle East because you guys have snow, you get, and you guys have desert, and you guys have beaches, and you guys have these big plains which are like lush green. How how like how do you like feel about that being so diverse? And from an Indian perspective, Iran is kind of small in a way because. India, in terms of longitude, we have such big length and latitude too. Yes, latitude. Yeah. yeah, we are kind of wide. But Iran is like this box. It boxed between the Asia and Africa. And you guys have such a diverse climate. Oh, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, when I was in Kazakhstan first time, everybody, when I'm telling them, uh, because it was snowing first time there yeah. in and everybody was telling me, oh, did you saw snow before? Exactly. Dude, I asked, this, I asked a question. I'm normal. It is normal every year. It's happening. Yeah, dude. For when, I, when I realized that Iran has snow, Tehran has snow, right? Yeah, every, almost every city except the south one. Except south. Yeah. I was like, I thought Iran was this desert oasis kind yeah. of place and you guys n- n- never saw snow in your life? Because of India yeah. exactly like that. And I was like really surprised. Yeah, I mean, we, we had a, exactly, we have four seasons. Very good four seasons we have uh, almost in every cities. Uh, and uh, the weather is perfect. I mean, in, in such a thing that we, we have every type of fruits, every type yeah. of, you know, every, all of this thing that coming with the season. So I love your dates. Iranian dates yeah, are my favorite. I tried yeah. a lot of dates. I tried the Arabian ones, uh, Israeli ladies ones. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not advertising too. We are now working on a new date um, with my father. Uh, it is chocolate dates. Chocolate? Yeah. What does that mean? This is a date. It's not... It's like some genetically modified no, date. No, 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 no. <laughs> it is a date. Uh, they are opening a date. Um, and removing the seed? Removing the seed. In place of the seed, they are putting... Not... Mendel. Mendel? 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 Mendel, like, Mendel. Uh, that... Um, like... Arechi. That Arechi one. Um, it's, it's like mental. M- mental? Is it like uh, mint? It is that that you are eating like arechi. I don't know how to. to it's uh, mental actually. No? M e n t a l. Uh, that's mental. <laughs> mental is for body. <laughs> how do I spell it? Okay, no. M e n t a l. That's mental. Okay, me- the, that mental. D l. I think so. Oh, no. that's, <laughs> that's Gregory Mendel. I don't know. How how is arechi in English? I forgot. Arechi means dried fruit. Uh, no, arechi is that one like a fistashka. Uh, nuts. Nuts. Yeah, nuts, nuts. Cashew. Nuts. Yeah, good. Cash. Dude, we have that shit. You mean this? 
Yeah, one type of nuts. So, okay. you know, one type of nuts mm-hmm. depends on the model. They are putting that inside of the no, the it's and delicious. The, and then they put this inside of chocolate. Chocolate is chocolate. Chocolate. Okay, chocolate. Uh. Coming out and it's become dots with the chocolate. Chocolate. God, that's amazing. It's amazing. We are working on it to bring it to Russia. Anyway, so <laughs> again, I don't <laughs> get paid for saying that. I don't get paid for saying this, but if you want to sponsor, then I don't mind. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, that's is, is is famous. Dots is famous. Iran have so many things. Is actually uh, with all these bad images, mm-hmm. Iran have very so many things that were famous. Yeah, it's it's saffron. Saffron, dude. We, as far as I know, we only put it on top of biryani. You know what biryani is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only put it on top of biryani. But how do you guys use saffron? Almost in uh, most Ev- of the food. Yeah. And uh, because it's main spices, I can say. Mm. Uh, but the thing is that nobody like Iranian women know how to use this spice for the food. I, I can agree to that. Because they know where, how much, and uh. how it can be best version of that to use it. But it is not just using for the eating. What else it is for? I, I just asked uh, some other people. It is using for some industrial things soon. Mm. Actually, I don't know exactly. <laughs> because we are using it for food. What should I absolutely try with saffron if I were to go to Iran? Absolutely, like without question. What mm. would you recommend? Um... I don't know. Uh, there is a because in most of the food they are using it. Uh, they know how to use. Okay, it. let me rephrase that. If you are going back to Iran, you get off the airport. Which is the first thing you're gonna eat? <laughs> uh, if I'm eating something without my mom is uh, cooking it first time, <laughs> she's gonna cook me. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, there is a one food. It's called tachin. Let's try. Let's find it. Tachin. How do I spell it? The T A C H I think I N T T A C H I N something like that. Tachin. Tachin. Yeah. Ooh, this looks like dude. This looks like biryani, man. Dude, 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 dude. Look at this. Look at this. We have some. This looks so much like a biryani, but the shape is different, and it's like form of a cake, but it's rice. It is yes. like a rice cake, and what's inside? Chicken? Chicken and dude, the rice. Dude, dude, and, dude. Uh, it, it just looks like biryani, actually. Dude, dude, you got a, a Malabar biryani. Mm. Dude, that is... Dude, this is our biryani, man. Dude, like... I, I don't care if my mom's gonna cook me, but I'm gonna go eat this. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks kind of similar, right? Yeah, it, almost, yeah. But we put an egg in it. No, no, no. We don't, no, no. And yeah. we have, like, chicken inside. And a little bit of, like, spices. Yeah, and spices. little are... saffron, too. We do but that. the main thing about that food is that... The shape of it. Shape. This is not semisphere. Sh- uh, hemisphere. I don't know what is it calling. We have a name for it. It's called tadig. Mm-hmm. Tadig is is the thing that end of the when you are cooking the rice. Mm-hmm. End of the rice, in at the bottom of the thing, this gonna cook, and then you can eat it. Okay. Ah, uh, you never tried that. I don't understand. What do you mean? Look, when you are cooking the rice, mm. at the end in the bottom, you can cook something new. Okay. It's called tadig. Mm-hmm. Tadig, dig. Oh, let's translate this better. Dig is is very big uh, thing that you are cooking, whatever. Okay. Tadig, tah, it means end. Uh-huh. In the deep end of okay. the thing. So we are speaking about the end of the thing that you are cooking in. Uh-huh. And there you can cook, um, you are cooking usually rice. 
But you can, for example, you can you can put the potatoes, uh, cut the potatoes, uh, and put it end of the rice thing. Uh-huh. Your rice is cooking, and at the end, your potatoes is cooking. Uh, okay? okay, and then you are making it vice versa. Uh, they are coming up, and, and that potato is, is amazing. It's on top. It is on top. Amazing. Uh, so. For this uh, tactic yeah. in Iran, people can kill each other. <laughs> Amazing thing, because I never saw it. I mean, I saw it. Dude, you, you get this in Moscow? In, in yeah, it's some Middle East uh, foods. They have a uh, tadik. It is coming with the rice for you. Oh, beautiful! So you need to try yeah, it. It looks beautiful. Though. Yeah. So just imagine that they are making this tadik. There is some special place. They are making this tadik with saffron. <laughs> Oh, Rice, chaffron, and this. So, amazing. Anyway, look, about the food with Iran, uh, you cannot compare it with other places. I mean, yeah, in Middle East they are cooking and so on, but the foods that in Iran they are cooking and how they are cooking and everything, it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious that it's still, I visit so many countries, it's still... You haven't found something as delicious as that? No. <laughs> and actually, I, I'm not trying it outside of my country. You don't try Iranian food outside Iran? I'm not doing it. Especially, I'm not doing it because I want to miss it. Oh, okay. You know, I have a plan for <laughs> you're myself. You're starving yourself. <laughs> you're starving yourself. So when you go back, you're going to be... Yeah, I'm going for for better one, the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is that food in Iran is really, really good. And the thing is that with all of this bad image of Iran and every economical situation and everything, in Iran, you can have a food in cheapest way. Yeah, dude, I just love it when it's like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same because compared to Russia, if you're like really, you know, you don't have to be, how do I say this? Food for poor people is actually kind of tasty, but is of good quality that everyone kind of eats it. I prefer street food over other kinds of food any day of the week. And I think when I came to Russia, I sort of realized that food is really expensive. There's no cheap street food you can find. You anywhere. cannot say cheap, yeah, but still. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy that. And one thing which I wanted to ask from your particular, like when we're talking about this food thing, is that Iran is in this part of the world. Where ah, yeah, I was wanted to talk about the geographical place. Yeah. Um, yeah, the part of the world is amazing place. Uh, because why you cannot find one country in the world that have a most neighbors like Iran true let's list them out Iraq mm-hmm. okay well up of the Iraq is gonna be Turkey Turkey, Turkey Armenia Armenia Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan and then Caspian Sea uh-huh. and then after that Turkmenistan, Turkmenistan Afghanistan, Afghanistan Pakistan, Pakistan. If we are counting Persian Gulf neighbors, uh, Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia, yeah. Qatar, uh, Emirat, uh, I don't know, what is it, Kuwait, uh, Kuwait, Kuwait, we have a Bahrain? Bahrain is no. Persian Gulf, can be yeah. So, you see, we have a, almost 10 neighbors. Dude. And most of them hate you. Exactly. <laughs> this is a thing. This is a thing that I am 20 minutes talking about it. This is a... Um, so, l- l- let me put a question, you can answer that. Iran is not considered an Arab country. No. Iran is not considered a Central Asian country. No. Iran is this unique bridge between Asia and the Middle East, if if I can put it that way. Something like that. I mean, um, 
Turkey is counting as a country between Europe and Asia. Yes. They always saying that, but they never become that. What do you mean? <laughs> politically, yeah, I, I'm saying. Politically, but ge- geographically, they are the. Geographically, yeah. But geographically, of. Russia is Europe too, and geographically, Kazakhstan is Europe too. Kazakhstan, how is Kazakhstan Europe? Kazakhstan is big. Kazakhstan is four, uh, fourth big country in the world. No, as but a which part of it lies in Europe? None. Oh, you mean in terms of area, it can be considered? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine, I understand. So, I mean, Russia is just have one city, I mean, if we want to count, one Kaliningrad. city inside of Europe. European Union. But uh, still, Europe. they are counting Moscow, St. Petersburg, half of Russia as a European side. Right. So, it is more politics, actually, yeah, than, yeah. than geography. But, yeah, Iran... But in terms of culturally, I think Iran are very unique from the other Middle yeah. Eastern and Central Asian yeah. countries. C- culturally, yeah. But the thing is that, yeah, if you talk with any Iranian... Um, uh, I actually I hope so we are not gonna t- talk about that my relationship with Iranian people but anyway well, we're definitely <laughs> gonna talk about that but anyway um, um, everybody understand that everybody talk about the Persian Empire all of this thing but the point is that uh, whatever culture and um, I don't know tradition and whatever is still from that time is, is still inside of Iran and then you are going to Central Asian countries or sometimes you are going to museum in Russia, in, in, in Europe, you see some stuff that they are Persian. Dude, even in India. Yeah. Even in North yeah. India, you see that. Yeah, exactly. So the history of Iran, as I remember from my school, from my education, very long history. Dude. It's one of the crazy. hatest lessons that they have. <laughs> because Dude, studying Iran history, even for a foreigner, Almost all the big civilizations had some part, like the Elamites, yeah. Sumerians, I, I Medes. The most um, connection between India and Iran is, is Nadir Shah. Nadir Shah, Nadir yeah. Shah of Shah, yeah. He just came he up came to Delhi and like, yeah. bitches, I'm learning this place, anyone wants to come with me? But even after that, the Mughal Empire, they were really Persianized. You know, in my opinion, I think biggest foreign influence on what we consider geographically and politically to be India today, first was the British. Second, I think it was Persians. Because the Mughals kind of really wanted to do the Persian cultural mm. assimilation. So the language of the court in, Pers- in Mughal times, it was Persian. The hybrid of Hindustani, used, which is Urdu mm. and Hindi. Urdu is highly Persianized, the scripts. We'll check that out later. Yeah. The language of the court was exclusively Persian. Like, if you were, like... It's like... Diplo- if you were, if you were studying IR in India during Mughal times, <laughs> you need to know Persian. And there are, like, towns in Uttar Pradesh. I think Lucknow is an example. Mm-hmm. Which is very Persianized. Even the architecture. We can check that out later. And in... I'm from the extreme south of India. And there was this book by Manu Aspile. In, in that, he mentioned that our queen used to write poems in Persian because Persian was considered like the class language and that was in late 18th century I think and that's how much influence of the let's call it per, 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 Persianification if there's a word like that on the Indian subcontinent and it's amazing it I is. mean this history and uh, what they was yeah. So, uh, look, um, the Persian Empire uh, is is five hundred years. More than that. Uh, yeah, but still, fi- just imagine that you have one empire around five hundred years. You need to rule. 
I never saw that. I mean, we are speaking about Roman Empire, we are speaking about Osman Empire. Byzant, yeah. But 500 years... Which, which empire are you talking about? Which Iranian one? Persian Empire. Who was the... The first one is, was Kurosh, I think. Uh-huh. Kurosh, that in Russian they call it Kir, Kiro, Kira, Kiro. Uh-huh. Kurosh is, was the um, basic, the person that made the Persian Empire. Okay. He was the first king of the Persia. Uh, his name is Kurosh, and after that we have a Daryush, and then it's going on. Uh, they are famous ones because everybody does like know them and talk about them. Kurosh, Kurosh, Kurosh. Oh, yeah. mm. Is a Persian mainly common around? Oh, you mean Cyrus? Ah, ah yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, no, yeah, I, I don't know. I in English, sorry. we call it Cyrus. Yeah. Serious. That guy is pretty serious to great. There is one story about the Cyrus. It's saying that um, uh, ah, come here. one time um, one woman is coming to Cyrus and saying that um, I, uh, I I want that you marry me and mm-hmm. I like you I love you whatever you want and serious I want to show you how this guy was different that woman he's saying that you are so beautiful woman mm-hmm. and I understand you love me and everything but I don't have a value for you I mean I'm not valuable as my brother is for you okay so my brother you can marry my brother I said, and the woman is like where's your brother and said, my brother is back of you and the woman is turning off and nobody is there uh-huh. and the series saying do you see if you love me you wasn't turning up <laughs> Dude, you know what I think it is it is uh, uh, how to tell you um, yeah, this I, guy is was uh, his stories is always was making me to think I um, think he just wanted to check out her ass <laughs> for us now it's like that but come on it's like 500 years ago uh, no I don't think I, I think checking out asses was popular 500 years ago too <laughs> But serious was I I understand what that brother no, was trying yeah. to do, man. <laughs> no, but there is so many assent. Like we are coming from the kings, and then we are com- amazing poet. Dude, isn't what's his name? Uh, Sadi, Molavid, Hafiz, Ferdosi, uh, Ibn Sina. Uh, Ibn Sina actually is not. Rumi, the Rumi, sir. Rumi, yeah. Dude, like I don't know. All depressed girls put Rumi codes <laughs> <laughs> on the Instagram, thinking that is kind of how do you say philosophical, but it's beautiful. But it is beautiful. yeah, it is. Khalil, no, Khalil Gibran is Lebanese. Yeah, yeah Lebanese. Yeah, I think yeah. uh, there is so many, and uh, there is. This is a crazy. Do you know um, Zakaria Roy? I don't know how it's going to be. Zakaria Razi was a scientist. The first scientist that, uh, how this word is invented, mm-hmm. alcohol, is Zakaria Razi. How, ca- how can he invent alcohol? How can he invent <laughs> Zakaria Razi? Yeah, we're calling him Zakaria Razi. I don't know how, maybe in English he is another name. Muhammad ibn Zakaria Razi. Yeah. Ah, okay. Ah, this is very interesting. Russian polymath, physician, alchemist, philosopher, important figure in the history of medicine. Mm. He was brain that time, actually, somehow. Dude, this guy looks kind of familiar, to be honest. Mm. Al-Razi. Exactly. Yeah. And because the history is changed the territories. Yeah, that's the thing. Iran some th- of these poets, some of these scientists. Became Afghanistani. Yeah, became Turkmenistani. Because yeah. In Turkmenistan, they have Mahdum Wali. Mahdum Wali, in somehow... In some cases, it was Persian, ah. but because in that territory, in that uh, geography, yeah. so it's changed. So there is yeah. So one Rumi question. The same. When you saw three hundred, right? 
Yeah, so uh, not on the land, but yeah. Yeah, but 300 Persians are like the bad, bad guys, guys, the big uh, empire there going to take so over. many Who was a king? Who was the king of uh, in 300? I think it was Sirius. No, Glenn. Let's check it out. I don't know. I didn't Rise of the empire. I huh? just remember that so many people was... Uh, Xerxes. Xerxes. Uh, uh, mm. how, ma- how, how many one? Xerxes. Uh, let's check his name in Persian. Uh, z- old, how do you read that? This is Zazia? Zazia the Great. Oh, can you read any of this? No, it is uh, a Persian. Um, that's hieroglyph. No. In Latin, is Xerxes, Old Renit, Zasia, Rasa. But th- this guy was like the, how do you say, one of the biggest empires during that time. Oh, it's my mom. Yeah. And uh, so, how is that remembered? That part of Persian history? How do you guys remember that? This is the thing. Um, you know, these Persian empires, these stories, these um, poets, poeters, mm-hmm. and all of this thing. Um, it is the same as I told you that uh, I read about religion and everything, and I decided to not follow anything and everything. Why? Uh, because, uh, unfortunately, everything is um, becoming tools. For? for? For whom? For governments, for the politicians, for the people. Mm-hmm. They are using them for their own interests. So they are using the history for their own interests. One thing that comes to my mind is to like create a sense of nationalism. Is is that the case you're saying? Like no, we no. have these great scientists who are Persian. Hence, our culture was really great. Oh, they they are yeah they are saying that anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean anyway. No, uh, is that how you're saying it's being used as tools? Uh, no, I'm saying that they are using this tool as a pressuring, as a, you know, when when you understand the kind of government using the religion as a tool. Yeah. Okay. So just think that they are changing the history. I know that feeling because we. Exactly. It's happening in India at the moment. Exactly. It's happening in so, the moment. Just imagine because Iran, Iran like China, we have a long history. Really long. Okay. So the possibility to change something, it's so easy. Because nobody, I mean, how many how many people is read the history? How many people write the history? How many? We only interpret what yeah, there is not propaganda so says about. So they are changing it. Give and, me an example. Uh, I don't know because you know how many stories we heard about. For example, do you know the Iskandar, the Kabir, Iskandar um, Magduni? The um, he's calling in English Alexander. Alexander the Great. Okay. He was a person that destroyed the Persian Empire. Right. Uh, the story about Alexander, I heard f- four different stories about this guy. How he came to Persian Empire. What, what, the, what's the Iranian one that is taught in schools? What's the story of uh, Alexander in school? They show Alexander as the worst person in the world. Okay. But he's not. And what's the <laughs> other, what's the variant that you agree the most with? Look, uh, we, we just need to think, it is the same thing that I'm telling you when we are negotiating with someone, you need to understand other side too, right. just not judging everything. Alexander the Great was a king, was a, how to tell you, was a person of the interest 
for his own territory. Right. And on that time, every country wanted to... Expand. Yeah, expand, kill someone and go have a kingdom more. So, totally normal. Right. Natural that he gonna come to Persian. And then there is a story how he made it. Okay, for sure he had an influencer there. Influencer in the government, influencer in the Persian. But, but the point is that in the history, they don't want to say that. Because mm. they think it's weakness. Yeah. Like but this is not a weakness. Like a foreigner invading, coming yeah. here, spreading his it culture. It is not a weakness. Weakness. It is. It is actually again. It is stupid because because you you cannot show that the empire was so powerful mm. and then it failed. Right. So how it failed that it was powerful. That's true. So it's the same thing in India because we have a lot of Islamic, Turkic, Iranian rulers coming in from the east. Mm-hmm taking over large parts of area of northern India and then making it an Islamic empire, a caliphate or a khanate. And it kind of, for the current Hindu nationalist government, it kind of looks bad in terms of history. Like you said, it's like the, that yeah, state or that people yeah. have failed. But it, it's surprising and also I, it's not surprising for me that your narrative of your history also has this element when a foreign civilization comes and takes over or controls that area it's the considered about that yeah sadness is that look in my generation if you want to find something that it is truth of that time truth of the history truth of the religion truth of whatever it's so hard it is because everything is changing and everything is changing and like you said it's used as a tool yeah and just think about my next generation they cannot know anything about it they just will be heard okay we had a persian empire we had a religion we had a, that's all Mm. They cannot find any information right. because everything is changed. Right. Uh, I tell you a story. Uh, I'm good <coughs> as a, saying this story. So, uh, in Poland, I was meeting uh, one guy we had uh, in, in in dormitory. Uh, he was from Iraq, and his father was one of the religious place, religious imam. We can say religious Sunni or Shia. Okay. In Iraq. Iraq. Not famous, but still. And he was some type of religion person, but he was using it as a, as a clever side, using it against people. This is a thing when I seeing you that it is very ridiculous. He told me that, do you want to show you how the religion is so powerful? I know how it is powerful. No, just let's see. Uh, he, because he had the influence from this father side uh, to the people, to the social media public, everybody following him and all of this thing, he made the, I don't know, in Islam they call it fatwa. Fatwa, yeah. Yeah, no. you know that. Yeah, There's like some a, statement they can yeah, say. Yeah, a statement issued by an imam or a holy yeah, person. Yeah, religious statement. Yeah. He made it that the the Muslims that, oh, no, no, the apple, uh, apple, orange, the orange is one of the best fruit in the religion of Islam and, and, and Shia or Shia should shoot it. So, he said that. Okay. After 10 minutes, he called to his dad. He called to another friend and everything. They bring 10 tons of orange mm-hmm. inside of Iraq. Mm-hmm. They just import it. Okay. After this statement come out, they bring the orange, and after one week, he sell 10 tons of orange. That's all. Normally, if you want to sell 10 tons of orange, it takes you time two, three months at least if it is the perfect. In one week, 
Because of the fatwa. Because of the fatwa. And Boy. this is the thing. And after that, after one week, he's looking at me and saying, you saw how powerful it is? I said, it is not the powerful. It is ridiculous. It is powerful too, in a way. Powerful and ridiculous. Ridiculous in that moment that people don't want to think. Yeah. Again, That's we are coming to that. People don't want to think. They are just following something that they don't. Come on. What is different between orange and apple? Like, mm-hmm. orange is more uh, making you more... Uh, what? Like, I, I don't understand. There was another fact, but I heard it uh, that they say the uh, apple scene is, is more... Uh, apple scene is like smaller. Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apple scene is uh, best, uh, best fruit in... Uh, be- Islamic fruit, something like that. Dude, I should get a fatwa saying my podcast is the best yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear it in the Middle East. Well. Yeah, then my like uh, viewership from the Middle East will go up. Yeah, it's a good idea. It is, it is very bad. So because of that, you when you see this type of experience, when you see what's happening to your people, when mm. you see, uh, you will understand that well, you don't need that. Right. I mean, you don't need it in your life, at least, if you have a choice. Yeah, it, you know, it doesn't serve any purpose, at least when you're focused on something. That kind of makes sense. I don't know. But, yeah. So, that... That, what, what was the question? Dude, this one, <laughs> we're talking about history. Dude, that's the thing. It just goes off from here and there. But, yeah, it's, I started a question about 300 and the Persians. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Persian Empire is, is the history that all of the Iranians is, is talking about it. And everything. But the influence on the world can't be understated. The influence of the Persian. I think the, it's Persian of how... It's a mix of... Persia and Central Asia together. Mongol, even the Mongols were at one point controlling yeah. Timurid, if I believe yeah, that, yeah. were controlling a part of uh, Iran. And uh, the Mughal Empire actually came from one of. It started by Babur. He was the grandson of Genghis Khan on his mother's side, and someone of Timurid on his father's side. I could be mistaken, but something like that. And he came to India and he set up this uh, Mughal Empire. So the influence goes so much over Central Asia, all the way to Europe. To you said to tell you what's amazing about Iran. Uh, actually, this one, one of my professors has mentioned me last week, and I was thinking about it. Very right. Iran is a, one of the countries in the world that we don't have so, such a countries in the world so much. One of the countries in the world in the whole history didn't become a colony. Become a colony, yeah. That's at true. all. That's true. We had the influence of Soviet Union, we had the influence of British, we had the... You mean influence. occupied during wartime? Yeah, that but whole country didn't... Was never main a colony, part. yeah. yeah. And was Saudi Arabia also like that? Saudi Arabia, I think uh, they had an influence somehow. But I think I they were know. part of the Ottoman Empire. Maybe uh, I don't. I don't I'm really not very sure, but but Iran was never part of the Ottoman Empire, if I'm correct. Maybe some part. Some part. Yeah, yeah. but still didn't occupy and still mm. it's back. Mm. So this is a thing. I mean, um, everybody been talking with me about Iran politically, not politically, history, whatever, and everything. I'm always telling them, if you want to judge Iran, you cannot judge it with the image, with the media, with the government. You just can judge it with the people. Right. Iran is the people. We have a different people. At all, we have a different people. I mean, different with other worlds and other different mi- with inside of the Middle Iran- East. Iranian people. Iranian people Iran- different. We will we'll just get to that. Uh, it is crazy. Um, we have a 
the religious people that they are so much religious. Mm-hmm. We have a people that they don't believe to God. Mm-hmm. We have a people uh, they escape the country for better future right. and they are saying bad things about the government right. outside of the country. Right. We have all of this right. and all of them is Iranian. Okay, and when you are thinking about this, which mm, society we are living, it is crazy. Dude, it's kind of, how do you say, what brings all those people together? What does being Iranian mean? Is it based on this identity of being a Shia Muslim? Or is it based on this idea of speaking the Farsi language? Or is it based on the idea of just being in this particular geographic area? But this current, the Republic, uh, Islamic Republic, where